What's up guys? Welcome back to a brand new video. Today I have a story time of one of the most spoiled kids ever. This spoiled kid actually thinks because his dad is rich that this new girl will immediately fall in love with him. And when she doesn't immediately drop to her knees, wait a minute, I'm not trying to be, I'm not trying to be so when she didn't immediately uh, love him or whatever, he had a super spoiled kid mental breakdown in front of everyone. It was actually super funny, and I know for a fact you will enjoy it. So leave a like on the video right now, and if you leave a like on the video, I will be super generous and give you absolutely nothing. Guys, this is a limited time offer. Leave a like on the video, and you will see nothing will appear in front of you. Yeah, it's basically magic, bro. So also subscribe with notifications on if you are new and like story videos, and with that being said, let's just jump right into it. Anyways, right, so we're going to call the subscriber who submitted this story, Alex. So anyways, there was a kid in Alex's class who was just kind of known as the rich kid. We're going to call this kid Ben. By the way, there's so many new people because recently a lot of my videos have been hitting recommended, which thank you guys so much, especially to the new, well, not just especially the new people, especially to the OGs of the channel. But I want to say welcome to the new people, but also it's been kind of funny. Everyone's like, wait a minute, is there this one kid, Ben, who's in every single story? It's like, no, wait, wait, wait. I just call the secondary character or the antagonist. I usually just call him Ben. I did in the very beginning because I was lazy with coming up with names and that kind of just became a meme for me to call the secondary character Ben. So I've kind of stuck with it. No, it's not some super evil kid or whatever. Anyways, though, so there was a spoiled rich kid in the neighborhood who was like the rich kid in the neighborhood who we're going to call Ben. Like his parents literally were just like on a completely different level than anyone else. I would say like everyone else in the neighborhood, it was a, you know, it was like a relatively middle class neighborhood. There was definitely a little bit of spread on that. You know, maybe some kid would get a newer phone while an older another kid would have like the much older phone whatever that's kind of what i mean by the spread but when i'm talking about ben the spoiled rich kid i mean literally his vacations would be like going on yachts in like the baltic sea or going on yachts and like vacations to like fiji or whatever i'm talking about like a whole new level of wealth where it's like Hey man, if your parent, your parent might like work at the company and have a higher position than another parent, but Ben's parents own the company. That's what I'm trying to say when I mean like he's like the rich kid of the town. And let me just also say, and I say this in every single one of my spoiled kid videos, just because your parents might may or may not have a lot of money doesn't necessarily mean that you're a spoiled rich kid. Yes, they might spoil you. Yes, you have access to a lot of things that might make you become a spoiled rich kid. But as long as you're grounded down to earth and understand that you, you know the advantage that you were given wasn't because you were somehow special and it really was kind of just genetic random lottery, then you're not a spoiled rich kid, at least in my book. So that also means that someone doesn't even have to have a lot of money to be a spoiled brat as long as they just ask like one. Yeah, so anyways, right, sure enough, uh, the spoiled rich kid, Ben, had been notoriously the spoiled kid for the longest time. I mean, he was just kind of known as being the kid who was super spoiled. I kind of want to jump right into the meat of the story, so I'm not going to go over a bunch of mini stories. I was actually given a little bit of context, but just imagine your standard spoiled kid behavior that I've covered in the, the various, the plentiful number of other spoiled kid videos on this channel. So anyways, it is the beginning of eighth grade, and every single year, there's a handful of new people who come to the school. And in that handful of new people, sometimes there are the new girls. And let me just say that uh, it was definitely a phenomenon 
back in my day when I was in seventh grade, when I was in eighth grade, whatever, when there was like a new girl who came to the grade, like it, it really, like every guy immediately was like, wow. The reason I really know this is not just because it was true, but also because the girls that I were friends with would always be so annoyed by this. And I can totally understand why. They're probably thinking like, this girl's only real trait different than me is the fact that she's new here. Like that's so shallow. Yeah, it totally was. Guess what? Like eighth graders don't have real depth in their moral conscious. Like, who cares, bro? It's not that deep, man. Stop, go, go ahead and write, like, a Shakespeare play about it if you're that mad. Anyways, though, so, yeah. Jumping into the eighth grade, first day, they walk in there. Alex is with his friends, and all of his friends, like, okay, they, they don't like the spoiled rich kid Ben. Sometimes Ben would just, like, hang out with them just because, you know, they've lived together for so long. But it was one of those things where he was kind of just, like, a friend in the big, in the extended friend group. No one really knew why he was there, and in reality, the only reason he was there is because of kind of, he was grandfathered into the friend group in a sense. Like, he was hanging out with them because he'd been hanging out with them since diapers, bro. That's the only reason he was still there. Yeah, so anyways, right, uh, sure enough, it was on the first day. They're all in class together, and on the very first class, a few of the uh, people walk in, and, you know, Alex and all the people, you know, they're kind of saying, like, hey, look, Jeremy's back. Oh my God, Sam, how was your summer? All that kind of stuff. But you're also kind of paying attention to see who the new people are because that's always really interesting. And in walks this girl. And uh, we're going to call this girl, uh, we're going to call this girl Emily for the rest of this video. So we're going to call this girl Emily. And she was the new girl. And, uh, you know, she was, you know, at least the subscriber who submitted this story said, yes, like she was objectively a fairly pretty girl. Who knew if she was nice? Who knew if she was compatible with people? But she was both a, a according to the subscriber, you know, a pretty girl and then also a new girl. So that all, just immediately double X, like 2X the multiplier. It's like one of those like video game multipliers. I know that what game had multipliers, man? What was that? Um, Oh, yeah, Subway Surfers. It's like one of those, like, XP or whatever, like, the, the points in Subway Surfers, like, the multiplier. It's like you got 10x, 30x, whatever. Yeah, so basically being, like, new was basically, like, a multiplier. So if you weren't, like, that attractive, then, like, boom, you're already 2x, whatever. But if you are already coming in hot, like, damn, bro, you're going to have absolutely every single guy in the grade just focused on you forever. And it's going to make every other girl hate you, by the way. Just, just fact of the matter. Anyways, though, so immediately as the girl comes in, Ben, who's kind of just hanging out with Alex and all the other guys, is like, he's like, boys, back off. That girl is mine. Which, here's the thing, bro, like, I can totally understand bro code in the sense that, like, if a guy has been, like, if you're really tight with a guy, and I mean, like, really tight with a guy, and he's been in, like, in love with a girl or in a relationship with a girl or somehow very deeply entangled... For you to immediately jump in there is definitely, I would say, very questionable. If you're not that close with them and it's not really that deep, I think you'll know situationally. But at the same time, you honestly can't... Okay, just saying, that girl's mine is like, uh, no. I'm sorry, but no. Like, n dude, let her choose, bro. Like, here's the thing. If, like, you're close... Let me give you some advice. If your super close friend is telling you all the time about how he has a massive crush on this girl, or your super... Or guy... I don't really care. Your, your close friend has a crush on someone, right? And they're talking about it all the time with you. To the point that it almost gets annoying. My advice is, even if you're in a position where, like, you could romantically get involved with that person... And technically, you know, you're not breaking bro code by the sense that they were, like, dating them for 10 years or something. Dude, I just really suggest you don't and suggest you look somewhere else. Unless that person is genuinely going to be your soulmate, then 
I mean, you could always make some exceptions, but you got to realize you're going to ruffle some feathers. But anyways, right, the spoiled kid was like, that girl is mine. And everyone else is like, okay, like, don't really care what you're saying, but okay, I guess. Anyways, right, so almost right away as uh, Emily sits down, you know, she's kind of sitting down towards the front of the class. There was a chair open. She wants to see it. She wants to kind of seem like attentive and a good student or whatever. She doesn't want to immediately come in hot, kind of seeming like, I don't know, she doesn't care or whatever. But anyways, right, sure enough, she comes in and sits down. And immediately, Ben, the spoiled kid is like, all right, boys, watch me cook. (laughs) And uh, yeah, let me just give you a little bit of a spoiler. Brother did not cook. That's the spoiler. I don't know how to say it. Brother, brother did not cook. Anyways, though, so yeah, sure enough, the uh, spoiled kid walks up and sits down right next to uh, Emily because there's a seat open. And at first, Emily was like, okay, with this encounter because, I don't know, it's like, oh, well, maybe, you know. Wh- okay, look, when you're new, having anyone come and talk to you, even if their intentions are a little ambiguous slash dubious, whatever, right, it's, it's good, right? It, beggars can't be choosers. Kind of like that expression of like, if you're really looking for anything and you don't have anything, when you get something, you can't be that mad. So at this point, Emily was like kind of just happy that uh, someone was going to talk to her right away. And it definitely made her feel a little bit better. Of course, until the spoiled kid actually did start talking to her and kind of revealed his true colors. And then it was like, oh, well, I'd rather have nothing than talk to you, buddy. Anyways. So yeah, anyways, Ben sits down next to her, and after, like, 30 seconds of him, like, awkwardly, like, looking around, getting himself hyped up, at one point he, like, looked back at the other guys and gave, like, little finger guns or whatever, and they're just like, oh my god, this kid's such a douche, like, this kid is the worst, (laughs) oh my god. Anyways, so he's eventually like, hello, what is your name? And Emily's like, hi there, like, like, hi, Uh, my girl voices are bad, I think I'm just gonna do a dude voice. She's like, hi there, like, my name's, like, Emily. Um, so nice to meet you. What's your name? And Ben, like, turns around to the boys as Emily's watching and is, like, basically mouths, like, like, she's into me. And, uh, anyways, turns back, which, bro, dude, she just responded to you saying hello. The fact that she responds to you saying hello and doesn't immediately ignore you within one second of the interaction, bro, I think that honestly doesn't say anything besides she's definitely polite. I mean, maybe she likes you. It doesn't rule that out. It doesn't necessarily disqualify that. But, bro, come on now. If she actually just completely ignored you, I think that'd be saying something else. But I think the thing that says the most is the fact that he immediately assumed by the fact that she didn't immediately reject him that she was most definitely into him. I think, if anything, that speaks the most about the spoiled kid at this moment. Anyways, though, so right, yeah, sure enough, the spoiled kid's like, hey, like, just wanted to say, like, welcome to, uh, whatever name, hi, Uh, insert whatever, right, my name is Ben, I'm definitely known as the cool one around here, and, uh, dude, let me just say, if you ever refer to yourself as I'm super cool, or I'm, like, the cool, chill AF guy, like, you're not cool or chill. Like, I, I don't know. It's kind of like one of those things where if you declare yourself as it, you definitely are not. It's kind of one of those things that you just are. Like, you can be observed by other people to be such, but you can't actually declare yourself as it or just immediately doesn't work. It's like, I, it, yeah, bro, if you're going around saying, I'm so cool, then that, I think that immediate, even if you were considered cool before that, if you're going around saying that you're so cool, I think that'll immediately disqualify you from being cool. Yeah, so anyways, right, uh, sure enough, uh, he was like, yeah, I'm kind of the cool guy around here. 
um, so where are you from? And so Emily was about to say, yeah, I'm actually from Atlanta, but she gets cut off mid-sentence being like, oh, that's so cool, okay, whatever, do you want to hear more about me? Which, like, bro, I don't know, if you're flirting with a girl, like, let me just get, look, I'm not, I'm not an expert flirter by any means, actually, very much not an expert flirter. I'm, a, I mean, I can talk to someone, but let me just give you a little bit of advice of what not to do. Don't ask her a question and then immediately cut her off mid-question asking if she wants to hear more about you. Like, dude, I'm not going to lie. You're probably better off letting her do the most of the talking, especially you, bro. If you're actually a spoiled kid like this, the more talking she does, the less opportunity for you to completely out yourself as the worst person ever. I mean, she's going to eventually figure it out, but I mean, if you want a chance, at least in the short term, like... Just give give yourself the, the the least number of opportunities to completely mess it up and let her talk, bro. That's all I'm going to say. So anyways, right, he's like, yeah, so um, do you know the so-and-so store? Anyways, so there was a store who we're going to call the Ben Family Store. Uh, it was basically like a chain of stores that were kind of popular in their area, but there was like at least three or four in the town because the reason why Ben's family has, like, a stupid amount of money is because Ben's, like, great-grandfather or whatever invented this chain. And there's, like, a few... It's, like, it's kind of state-only. There's, like, a few... and There's, like, a... There's a handful in the state. It's not like he invented McDonald's or something or the Walmart family. But, you know, it's, it's, it's still impressive enough for his family to have a ton of money. So, immediately, he's like, oh, do you know that this store? And since uh, Emily was originally from the state and just lived in a different part of it, she's like, oh, yeah, I used to love going to that with my parents, whatever. He's like, fun fact, my great-grandfather invented it, therefore my family is uh, the family of it. And she's like, oh, okay, that's, that's actually really cool. Like, I always used to really like going there as a kid. And uh, Ben just can't help himself. And he's like, so you know that, like, that implies that, you know, my family's got a lot of money. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> the cringe. It hurts. Bro, this is like the worst thing to say ever. If you're trying to seem like a spoiled rich kid, that's a really way to go about it. But if you're actually trying to like get this girl to like you, that might be one of the worst things you could possibly say. So anyway, she's like, oh, uh, yeah, I guess. Like, it's just such an awkward thing. Like, I don't think I've ever been in a situation, dude. I've been in a lot of situations where I've been surrounded by kids who have very rich families. And I mean, like, mad crazy money. I'm not talking about your, your, your standard, like, C-suite executive type person. I'm talking crazy, bro. So I definitely, like, and it, the thing is, like, it just never comes up because what am I supposed to say? Like, good, good for your great-grandfather. Like, sorry he died 100 years ago. Like, dude, what am I supposed to say in that situation? Anyways, though, so Ben is like, so, you know that, like, my parents actually let me have a lot of access to my, to the credit cards, and, uh, I could totally treat a certain special girl quite nice. Uh, the cringe is, I think, a little bit too much right now. I, 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 I got, you know what, I've got a little break. Comment, uh, spoil down below in the comment section right now if you made it this far into the video. Sorry, I just need a little break from the cringe. And also, let me know how, it kind of just lets me see the names and faces of people who made it this far into the video. Uh, my channel has recently gotten back on the algorithm. It's been out for many, 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 many months. And a lot of that is because a lot of you guys have been sitting down and binge-watching the videos. When you guys watch my videos for a long time, either on YouTube or Spotify, it pushes them much farther. So I just want to say thank you to the people who make it far into my videos. And if you're listening to this on Spotify, uh, make sure you rated the podcast five stars and answered the poll question that popped up. And if you're on YouTube, I'm on Spotify. And if you're on Spotify, I'm also on YouTube. And yeah, let's get right back to it. I think my cringe tolerance has returned. 
so we can dive right back into this without the risk of me dying for the 10th time this week from cringe. This is like the 14th brother, by the way, of Connor. I'm Connor, the 14th brother. The other 13 brothers have died of cringe. Rest in peace. One like equals one prayer, so you better leave a freaking like on this video, dude, or you're being disrespectful. Anyways, anyways. Yeah, so anyways, right? Oh my God, at this point... Emily went from being kind of happy that someone was talking to her on the first day to kind of realize to just being in utter cringe mode, super uncomfortable. I mean, how do you even like explain this kind of stuff? Like, how do you react to this kind of behavior, bro? Like, I, I, I'm, I'm just being serious right now, dude. Like, at this point, imagine, like, someone comes up to you, is like, my parents own the school, basically. My parents own the town. Then we have so much money. And if I had a special girl, whoever that could be, she would be so treated so well with my dead great-grandfather's money. Like, dude, oh my god, I'm literally... Uh, uh. Hi, guys. So this is the 11th uh, brother of Connor. Uh, brother number 10 has died of cringe. Leave a like and uh, a prayer in the comment section right now. Um, it's very sad. Anyways, I will take up his job and finish the story for you guys. So many of my brothers have died from the cringe. And uh, yeah, I do it for you. Or we, I should say. We do it for you. So make sure you are subscribed with notifications on. Let's do this. Yeah, so anyways, uh, it's so uncomfortable because also Alex, the subscriber, is overhearing all this because they're close enough to hear all of it. And Emily's like, oh, haha, that's really cool. Um, okay. And she kind of turns away because she's like, okay, I've had enough of this conversation. And Ben's like, ahem. Oh my God. Oh no. He's like, ahem. And so she turns around and is like, ha ha, what's up, buddy? Ha ha ha. Like, hello. He's like, so, Emily, <laughs> you know, there's this like really expensive restaurant. Really expensive restaurant. It's like crazy expensive, dude. Like, I'm just gonna, uh, Emily, I'm gonna be straight up with you. I'm gonna be super honest. Just by the way you're dressing right now, I really don't think you or your parents, if they went to that restaurant right now, could simply afford it. Which, like, isn't, like, a knock on you. I'm, I'm just being straight up. It, 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 honestly, and he, like, turns around. All of these clowns around here could definitely not afford this restaurant. It's just a little bit out of their price range, one might say. <laughs> and Alex is sitting there like, oh boy, no way, no way Buddy's going down this route to get the girl. No way he's, no way this is his Riz. This might be, this is called insulting Riz. It works zero out of a hundred times. It's great. It really is great. This is also known as spoiled rich kid Riz. It only works on uh, kind of the uh, gold digger category. But other than that, works zero out of a hundred times. Anyways, right, so sure enough, the subscribers is watching this whole thing unfold. Super cringe, super awkward, and uh, so anyways, let's go back to the, the immaculate Riz that you guys are listening to. So Ben, the spoiled kid, is like, yeah, so uh, these clowns totally couldn't afford it, but let me just say that, uh, you know... I might have uh, permanent reservations, meaning that my family has spent so much money at this place that I could literally walk over there anytime and they'd have a seat just for me. And I have access to my father's a Platinum American Express card, meaning that I could order you anything you wanted. So, Emily, what will it be? Will you go on a date with me this Friday? Ugh, the cringe. 
I'm strong, man. I'm strong. I'm strong, guys. I can make it through. I can make it through. I, I don't know if I can. I'm going to do it for you, though. Anyways, right, so at this point, Alex is like, oh, my God. Like, this, this kid has had a lot of swings and misses, but this might be the most atrocious thing I've ever freaking heard, bro. And so Emily's like, um, I'm actually busy this Friday. The spoiled kid's like, uh, wait, you're, you're too busy to go to La Palooza? I don't know, name of the restaurant, I guess, we'll call it that. She's like, uh, yeah, it's a pretty important obligation. He's like, but, you know, you could probably, one, not get reservations at La Perosa because they'd be like, ew, you smell so poor over the phone. And two, if you, if you actually tricked them and got there, like, you would have to, like, do their dishes for the rest of your life because you'd be so poor you wouldn't be able to afford it. I'm just saying that. And Emily's like, uh, yeah, you know what? I, I'm really busy. I'm sorry. And Ben is like, okay, well, you know, fine. I will give you one more option, which I'm just, I'm so really generous. Uh, next Friday, I could get reservations there too if you want to be my date then. Emily's like, I actually have like a recurring thing. I got to do like Friday again and again. Like I, I just got to do it like every, every Friday. I, I don't know how to say it. I just got to do it every Friday. And Ben's like, wait, so like, uh, no, 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 no. Like, okay, so we could do like another night. And Emily's like, you know what? I'm just going to be straight up. You seem nice. Lie. Lie. You seem nice, but I just don't think I want to date anyone right now. Cap. She will she start dating someone two weeks later? Anyway, sorry. Just a little bit of extra facts I was adding in there. But she's just trying to be nice. I'm not trying to date anyone right now. And the spoiled kid's like, um, excuse me, I'm pretty sure my ears were malfunctioning. Could you say that again? Um... So the spoiled kid starts to have, you know, spoiled kid syndrome. In a lot of these videos, I've also defined spoiled kid as someone who's really never been told no before. And the thing is, like, the spoiled kid has never been told no in the sense that he's like, like, Daddy, can I have the newest blah, blah, blah? And his dad's like, oh, sure, I'm not going to pay attention to you. I'm not going to parent you correctly, so I'll give you a bunch of money to make up for my uh, terrible parenting, right? Which, by the way, I do want to say a little thing. Even the spoiled kids that are, you know, complete jerks, and I'm not excusing their behavior, but a lot of times I do feel bad because, at least in my personal experience, I've noticed a lot of jerky spoiled kids. Some of them have had perfect childhoods, but a lot of times, like, what will happen is a lot of times the parents will have a ton of money and they will not pay attention to the kid. They'll hire someone else. And, and this is this happens sometimes. Also, this also happens um, when the parent has to work so much. But I'm saying, like, in a situation where the parent is, like, or let's say the dad making a ton of money but spending a ton of time not paying attention to the kid. So instead of actually spending time, instead of spending quality time with, like, the parents or whatever, or with the kid, um, basically they will just, like, throw money at the kid. Like, oh, here's a credit card instead of me paying attention. And that does actually, like, the parent-child relationship is extremely important. I'm not going to go into a whole lecture. I'm going back to the story in a second, I promise. But that is super, super important when it comes to uh, dynamics and growing up and your personality and your emotional maturity and all that kind of stuff. That's why, like, the quote-unquote fatherless meme is it's actually legit. Like, you know, having a good father in your life can be very valuable. Anyways, I'm getting way off track. Anyways, though, the spoiled kid basically has a massive mental breakdown in front of everyone because this girl politely rejected him. Anyways, right, so yeah, uh, basically Ben, like, he's like, um, actually, actually, you cannot reject me. Which, like, bro, <laughs> what are you saying? 
what, what, what are you yapping about right now? What do you mean she cannot reject you? He's like, actually, you can't reject me because it's too good of a deal. Like, you literally can't. Like, I'm not going to allow you to, which... Dude, probably the worst way to go about a girl, like, saying no to you is to be like, I'm not going to let you say no. Like, bro, that's when you get put on an FBI wanted list, bro. That's when you get put on, like, a list that the police are paying attention to you. That's when the principal has a whole file on you when you start saying stuff like that, bro. Like, do not start saying stuff like that. If a girl says no to you, especially, like, politely, but even if she doesn't say it politely, just politely respond and respect her opinion, like, just... It, trust me, you got to take one thing away from this video. That's what you got to take away. Anyways, so she's like getting really uncomfortable. And he's like, Ben's like, well, you know what? Actually, offer rescinded. I didn't want to go out with the brokey anyways, because like my parents would be so mad if I was in the association of someone so poor like you and all of you guys. Because like at this point, the whole class was staring because it was it was a dude. I mean, Bro is actually having a mental breakdown in front of everyone. Like, yeah, I think I'd be staring too if I was in that class. He's like, you're all broke. You're all brokies and none of you deserve me. And he gets up and he storms out of the class. So at this point, Emily's just like, oh God, like what a great way to start. So a group of girls go up to Emily and they sit down and they're like, we're so sorry that just happened. That kid is a menace. And he doesn't represent us. And she's like, haha, okay. Like, like, yeah, that was a little weird. They were like, you know what? Like, hey, my name's Alice. My name's Lily. My name's Emily. My name's what? Emily. Uh, my name's Ava, right? It goes soon. Like, they all name each other. Uh, introduce them. They all name each other. They all introduce themselves. And actually, that starts to be Emily's, like, group of friends. So, bad news. Emily had a scarring first uh, 30 minutes at school because she had an interaction with Ben that went south. But good news is because of that terrible interaction, a bunch of girls decided to go out of their way and talk to her and actually found out that they got along really well so yeah when ben came back the next day like everyone was giving him a side eye or whatever and he goes to sit down with like alex and the other guys and he's like so you know isn't totally working out with emily um i i think i just i, I don't know i feel like we're definitely more like friends like we were talking a little bit and bro ben the spoiled kid was literally acting like alex and all the guys didn't exactly see what happened because ben goes on to say like yeah, I was chatting with Emily, and she's, like, cool or whatever, but I really just see us better as friends. Like, I think she was kind of into me, but, dude, I just wasn't feeling that, you know? And Alex and his boys are just looking at him with the blankest stare. <laughs> the most, are you serious right now, my brother, type stare. Like, we heard you, bro. You got rejected bad. Come on now. Come on now. <laughs> 